Radio Business News. Morning, Hank. Good morning. My, 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 what's going on? Beyond belief, chaos, lettuce Liz uh, is cut to shreds. <laughs> it's uh, yeah, another dramatic day uh, in UK politics. Yes, as they saying goes, to lose two ministers uh, uh, from the great offices of state in one week is certainly looking a little bit more than, um, than uh, a lack of management there. And uh, adds to the evidence, I suppose, the government is truly struggling now. Apparently, this was then followed by by a chaotic vote in the Commons, including reports of manhandling. Hard to know whether that's just the normal rough and tumble of politics or something perhaps a little bit more dramatic than that. But it's hard to see how calm can be restored, how the authority by the government can be regained. So I suppose most of the commentators suggesting the Prime Minister's tenure in the office is coming to a close. If she was to resign, and we don't know the time frame for that, by the way, but if she was to resign, I suppose the question would then be whether the Conservatives could simply re-elect another leader using the same or a similar process, or whether there would indeed be demands for a general election. Right, OK. And how, how's all of this affecting the markets, then? Sterling a little bit weaker, it has to be said, on the back of that pound against dollar back to 112. In general, a bit of a choppy session for global equity markets yesterday, with stocks failing to add to the recent two-day rally. As investors were reminded that inflation continues to be an issue. That's after the UK CPI printed higher than expected 10.1%. Not even positive earnings reports from the likes of Nestle, Netflix and Procter & Gamble were enough to encourage buyers. Stock 600 closed down half of 1% real estate and retail stocks underperforming. UK banks were also under pressure yesterday. This is on reports that the Treasury was considering a windfall tax rate. Chip machine maker ASML was a bright spot in Europe. In fact, the shares up 8% yesterday. This after forecasting fourth quarter sales would be higher than analyst estimates. Over on Wall Street, the S&P 500 closed down. It was down 7 tenths of 1%. US 10-year Treasury yields rose up to 4.13%. We are looking at a slightly negative start on the European bourses. 14 minutes away from the open. Currently calling the stocks 50 down 10 points. FTSE 100 in London down 7 points. Cat Coron in Paris down 26 points. DAX over in Frankfurt down 34 points. And the US releasing oil from Petroleum Reserve. Yeah, President Joe Biden has uh, approved the release of 15 million barrels of oil in December from that strategic petroleum reserve. This is after US pump prices have been on the rise once again. In fact, they've risen quite substantially over the course of the past couple of weeks. At just over $4 a gallon, prices are 60% higher than when he took office back in January 2021. Been a major talking point ahead of the midterm elections. Remember those crucial elections are less than three weeks away. You'll see the House of Representatives, all 435 members, member, memory serves me correctly, are up for re-election and around a third of the Senate. The sale of an additional 15 million barrels has taken the total release to the market to 180 million barrels since March. Limited future resources have to say to continue with this process. Reserves now stand at 409 million barrels. That's the lowest level that we've seen since 1984. The President has directed the um, the US authorities to try and refill those reserves in crude if prices fall between $67 and $72 per barrel. Brent this morning at $93 a barrel, 
WTI coming in at $85.65. And Nestle are doing well. Yeah, Nestle shares actually held steady yesterday, despite the company reporting its strongest nine-month sales growth in 14 years and raised its full-year guidance to the world's largest packaged food company, lifted prices without losing demand. Sales jumped 9.2%, and even after taking into account currency movements and acquisitions, was still up 8.5%. Nestle have been raising prices in an effort to offset higher input costs. In fact, they raised prices by 95 Seeing strong demand, they said, for Purina and Nescafe, but they have seen a softening demand for likes of dairy, ice cream and prepared meals. Nespresso volumes have declined. They did say European sales dropped, but that is against a tough comparison of 2021. For 2022, Nestle expects full-year revenue to be at the top end of its forecast range at 8%. An operating margin of 17%. Nestle warned that higher energy and wages will inevitably filter through to its cost base over the course of the coming year. Okay, I'm just thinking, I mean, it's obviously going to be a bit of another chaotic day in the UK politics, but would that make her the shortest ever serving Prime Minister if if she was to leave? I think it certainly would. She's been in office, I want to say, is it six weeks now? It's something around that sort of number. It feels perhaps a little bit longer. It certainly feels longer for her, I'm sure. But I can't remember, certainly in living memory, that there's been a Prime Minister who's been in office less than that. And I was thinking a little bit yesterday, uh, Prime Ministers, Home Secretaries, normally they put your picture on the wall and there's a sort of long history of faces on the wall. I mean, they must be buying those frames one a week at the moment in, in... in the great offices of state so it's uh yeah i I, I wonder if you have to uh, serve a certain amount of time before they put your picture on the wall perhaps they need to introduce some uh, some new rules around that all right well it was a tory statesman apparently george canning who uh, currently holds the title as shortest serving prime minister 118 full days in oh, okay. 1827. Well, so maybe she uh, can beat that. <laughs> Liz Truss, I think, would see that as an achievement from this level. <laughs> OK, finally, the uh, foreign exchanges, please, Hank. Pound against the dollar coming, as I say, pretty weak this morning, 112. Euro dollar coming in at 0.98. Going to get just under 1 euro and 15 cents for your British pound this morning. Well, he did die of ill health, apparently. Okay. That's a reasonable excuse. <laughs> Hank Potts from Barclays. Have a, have a great day. Speak to you tomorrow. Have a good day. Speak tomorrow. Bye.